Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, another, another indictment against Donald Trump. It is never, ever going to stop. I hope you understand. People are policy. People have always been policy. The Constitution is nothing more than a piece of parchment. That's what it is. It's the greatest governing document in the history of humankind. Copy, check, we all agree, right? But it only means something if people believe it means something. It's no different than paper money. It's just paper. It's not worth anything if people say, hey, this is just paper. It's not worth anything. The Constitution works the same way. Jack Smith now, an absolute tyrant. If, if the country falls into a complete police state where we're going now, we're there already, but doesn't escape from this, you can thank people like Special Prosecutor Jack Smith. Apparently sent a letter to Trump team. There's going to be another indictment, amazing, about January 6th, where you can say march peacefully and patriotically and find yourself indicted potentially for seditious conspiracy. This is insane. People are policy and nothing is going to change until we get someone in office, hopefully Trump, and all of these people find themselves without jobs and the people who broke the law find themselves under investigation. I got a big show today. I got that. I got a call yesterday about this whole Secret Service thing. Folks, this thing is getting uglier, man. Uglier by the second. I've got a theory I'm going to throw out there for you. Don't miss the show. Election 2024 update. Lots to talk about. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Omax Health. Living with pain is the worst. It's more than a feeling of discomfort. It can affect your whole life. I have arthritis. It sucks. I found relief with CryoFreeze Roll-On. This is open uh, because it's my actual CryoFreeze Roll-On that I use. Now they introduced a version that's three times stronger. No messy creams, no horrible fragrances. This non-prescription icy cold relief roll-on is formulated to help block pain signals help reduce mild inflammation and improve joint flexibility. I use it for my shoulders and elbows. Paula uses it for her neck when she gets a headache. It has a powerful dose of 500 milligrams of organic CBD. I feel relief within 10 minutes. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off their first bottle of cryo-free CBD extra strength pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. The discount also applies toward any product site-wide. I use it. I love it. I don't recommend products I don't use. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter promo code Bongino, my last name. That's O-M-A-X for Omax. OMAXHealth.com, enter code Bongino to get 20% off cryo-freeze and, and, uh, and site-wide plus free shipping. It's a great product. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or condition. These statements and information are not a substitute or alternative to seeking care from your healthcare provider. Thank you, OMAX Health. We appreciate it. All right, folks, we got a lot to talk about. So, Joe, let's go. And the hits just yeah. keep coming, Dan. Yeah, man, yeah. they do. It's like a, a bad Taylor Swift album. You know, it just keeps pumping out number ones. <laughs> Unfortunately, these are number thousands. Jack Smith, rogue federal prosecutor. Again, a tyrant by any objective measure. It's not even open for debate. Uh, a man, if you you can, you know, uh, I read a book once by uh, uh, by Anne, was it Anne O'Bearn or something? Uh, she's passed since, but the book was Women Who Make the World Worse. There should have been a sequel. I don't think she obviously can't do it. Actually, I don't around with the same. We're called People Who Make the World Worse. Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, who was clearly a witch hunter at this point, um, is, is really degraded himself, embarrassed the country, humiliated the country. The man is an absolute tyrant. Trump apparently got a target letter again. They're going after him again, despite, you know, video, audio everywhere of Trump saying, Go march on January 6th peacefully and patriotically to go and F him again. And just to sum up what I said in the beginning of the show. 
because there's no real new news on that outside of that Trump got this letter. Ladies and gentlemen, none of this is going to stop until you take your country back. Do you understand? This is a hands-on operation. This is a political boxing match where you've got to get in the ring, okay? It's no good to just watch and throw popcorn. That's, that's, that we can't do that. You have to get in the ring. You have to be an activist. You have to go knock on doors. You're going to have to donate. It's going to require money. We have got to get this guy back in office. And when we get back in office, no holds barred. Cutesy time, bullshit time is over. No more cutesy time, okay? Everybody's got to get fired who in any way touched this snuff, sniffed this stuff, whatever they did, you all have to go. People or policy, don't ever forget. The Constitution only means something if there's fidelity to it, if there's loyalty to it. The liberals have given up on that. We are living in a police state. We can still save it. We can still rescue it. We can still resurrect the Constitutional Republic. We've been in far worse places before. We were a constitutional republic in awful places. Slavery, Jim Crow, the internment of the Japanese during World War II, Civil War. We've been through really bad stuff. I know you think you're alive at the worst possible time sometimes. It's kind of a confirmation bias. We all do it. Why? Because we're alive right now. We weren't alive for that. We're not. We've been in far worse spots. We're going to save this place. Chest out, chin up. I'm actually glad the liberals are doing this. They're showing everyone their asses right now. They're showing everyone who they are. And now we have an opportunity to fight back. People are policy and good people are policy too. We can fix this place, but it's going to take time. Now, the latest news about Jack Smith's tyranny targeting Trump is, is, is one, of our, one of many problems we're dealing with right now. I got a call yesterday, let's just say from an insider. It's about last night, last evening or so. Describe the what's going on with this cocaine story at the White House, and I got some potentially new information for you. You ready? Folks, by the way, in the chat, because I love it, I guess we got some new people in the chat today. Welcome, everybody, here. Uh, but just do me a favor, and I, you know, I'm not just doing this for, for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, for interaction in the, in the chat. I'm doing it because I'm really concerned. Do you, are you concerned about this cocaine story still? A Y for a yes and N for no. Uh, because, I, really, I think it's a huge story. And I think the cover-up is going to be even worse. But if you don't care about it, I'll let it go. But this information I'm going to talk about regardless because this is new. Guy calls me last night and he says, listen. All right, good. A lot of yeses. So I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling the love from you all. He's like, listen, Dan, I think there are people out there in the media who are reading this story all wrong, focusing on Hunter Biden. I said, really? He said, first, let me describe to you my experience with the Bidens in one word. I said, what's that one word? He said, trash. I said, really? Because remember, folks, I was on PPD, the Presidential Protective Division. I was not on VPD, the Vice Presidential Protection, Protective Division. I had interaction with the Biden team, but it was limited when I was on Obama's detail. I was stuck with Obama. So I don't know much about Biden personally, okay? But I know people who do. And by the way, don't assume insiders mean Secret Service people either. That's not always the case. It's sometimes misread that way, okay? Don't assume that. The guy said to me, this family is trash. Now, I want you to keep in mind, this person is not very political at all. Matter of fact, I've never heard him discuss politics ever. And he made a point. He said, I need to talk to you about this. He said, the family is garbage. And he said, notice what I just said, the family. I said, oh, that's interesting. And what do you mean by that? He said, you're assuming it's Hunter Biden. He said, 
although I can't prove it isn't, he said, I'm actually getting some traffic that it may be another family member. Oh. And that the, oh, yeah. Which I got to tell you, amigo uh, Armacost, was a big surprise to me as well. Huh. Not my information, someone else's. And then I got a call from someone else suggesting to me that not only may it have been another family member, but that the cocaine left in the cubby in the West Wing was not an accident. Again, not my theory. I'm just telling you what insider people are hinting to me, that not only was it not an accident, that the cubby, it was intentionally left there as, uh, Joe, what we would call maybe a drop. In other words, oh. kind of like a DoorDash delivery, Joe, uh -huh. you got of Chipotle at yeah. noon. Uh, if Joe wanted, say, Coke at one, it's kind of hard to do because it's illegal. So there's not a Coke app, I don't think. And the Coke app probably wouldn't work at the White House either because most people would be like, I ain't delivering Coke to the White House. But who would have the balls to it? You guys found Guy, are you bored yet? Okay, Guy's the way he hates this story. Oh, Folks, man, Guy hates on. this story. All right, Joe, are you into it? I love, okay. I love Coke stories, uh, man. I, yeah, they're great. So everybody does. <laughs> Justin's into it too. So Guy, you're overruled. So what the guy suggested to me on the phone is, this is a kick in the ass here. He said, who would have the power, think about this, to have Coke delivered to the White House? I said, a family member? He said, yes, bingo. He said, how would they have it done? I said, I would call up my Coke delivery person and I would have them meet a White House staffer at one of the entry gates to the White House and the staffer who has escort privileges could escort them in. And he said, well, Dan, you just, I think, figured it out, didn't you? That that's probably what happened. But here's the thing. You're not going to do a drop of a cocaine delivery to someone in the White House personally because you probably don't want anyone seeing it. So what better way than to be escorted into the White House to pretend you were on a tour? You get it, Joe? And then say, oh, look, I got to drop something off at the cubby first, my phone or whatever. And you leave a cocaine bag in there and you tell that person, let's say in the White House, Hey, your cocaine is in cubby B7. Huh? <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be kind of strange how that happened? Yeah, bag man. Bag, <laughs> you know? Bag man. Oh, that's, uh, uh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, Maybe the cocaine wasn't there by accident, folks. Now, the director of the Secret Service, Kim Cheadle, must act. Listen, I don't know Kim Cheadle. I'm not sure we ever met. I'm, we may have worked a detail together, but I don't know her personally. She's the director of the Secret Service right now. Kim Cheadle is a uh, confidant of the Biden team. I'm not knocking her. I'm, I don't know if she's a good person, bad person. I don't know her. Uh, Kim Cheadle must act. She has to reopen this investigation immediately or she has to resign. Uh, she can't stay in her position. There's no way that she will destroy the Secret Service if they don't get to the bottom of this. Now, here, here is more evidence what I'm telling you is true. That two points, two takeaways from this. I got, well, I'm, I'm overriding Guy a thousand percent on this one. Joe, it's me and you. All right, babe. It's me. What, the chat's supporting you? <laughs> okay, he got fired. The chat is all against Guy, too. Oh, no. So, no, no, very limited. He's lying. So, there are just two takeaways. It may not be Hunter. It may be another family member. And second, the Coke there may not have been an accident. It may have been a drop-off. Like a Coke uh, DoorDash, if you know what I mean. Don't disrespect the DoorDash, folks. Coke Here line. is more evidence. Yeah. 
<laughs> Here's more evidence, by the way, that the Biden team knows this. They know exactly what happened. They probably implicated a staffer to get the person in, and they know it's going to come out. Andrew Bates, who's one of the Biden spokespeople, who is a hapless buffoon, even less competent than Karine Jean-Pierre, was asked a very simple question. Hey, man, can you at least eliminate the Biden family as suspects here? You know, now I know Guy and I know Justin, I know me. If we found Coke in here and I said to Guy, can you eliminate yourself as a suspect? I'm pretty sure Guy's answer would be like, dude, what me? Absolutely. Let's do a polygraph. If you ask me the same question, I have no problems. Notice the cagey answer. He won't even answer a simple question. Was it Hunter or a family member? Your, uh, let me tell you something. Your eyebrows should be like, you ever see The Rock when he does that thing? Something is up and they know it's going to come out. Listen to this. President Trump has made some pretty wild posts uh, recently on social media. Uh, one of them was that uh, the cocaine found in the White House was had belonged to either the president or his son. Are you willing to say that that's not the case, that they don't belong to them? I don't have a response to that because we have to be careful about the Hatch Act. Uh, what I will say is that I have noticed there does seem to be some increasing frustration coming from that corner in general. Uh, and I think it is probably rooted in the contrast between their substantive policy records. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hatch Act has absolutely zero to do with any of this. The Hatch Act prohibits political, uh, certain political office holders and even law enforcement agents, employees of the federal government from getting involved in campaigning. What the hell does a national security situation, finding white powder in the White House, have to do with campaigning? The answer is nothing. He doesn't want to answer the question because they know it's probably a family member. This is a huge story. Here, here I want you, here's Kareem Jean-Pierre continuing to cover up. Notice the lie here. I've already told you, I don't want to go over it again, how the West Wing on the weekends is barren. There's almost nobody there. You can probably count the number of people in the West Wing where it was found in the hundreds. That's it. And you can eliminate half of those. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre falsely, maliciously, and ridiculously suggesting that the West Wing is somehow heavily traveled. I'm calling BS. Take a listen. Um, first, following up on the cocaine you said that it was very important to President Biden that the Secret Service get to the bottom of who brought it into the White House. So can you just talk about his reaction when he learned that the investigation did not end with a suspect? No, and I appreciate the question. Look, I'm just not going to um, opine on this, not going to get into specific on this. We believe the Secret Service did a thorough investigation. Uh, we've been briefed of the outcome. Uh, they shared the detail in a public statement, which I think is important for the American people to hear directly from the Secret Service who did the investigation. Look, I'm one of the things that they said in the public statement is hundreds of people come through this particular uh, area. And, uh, and it's, so it's a heavily traveled working area. And so uh, that's what they were able to find doing this uh, thorough investigation. And so especially during that weekend, we think about Friday, that Saturday and that Sunday, and also that, uh, I believe that Monday, uh, that weekend, I should just say, um, that uh, it was heavily traveled. It was not heavily traveled. She admits herself it's only hundreds of people. You know what's really crazy, folks? Again, you lock up a serial killer. You found DNA on a piece of pizza crust in New York. January 6th, they've arrested hundreds of people, despite hundreds of thousands of people being in Washington, D.C. that day. 
And yet you can narrow down the list to probably less than 100 people who it probably was. You know who's there. And the Secret Service did a thorough investigation without interviewing a single person. You actually believe this bullshit? Right, right. That's a good point, Justin. It's like the January 6th bomber story. Oh, man, we can't figure out who it is. Yeah. You got the guy getting in a car, leaving an Alexandria metro station. How do you not know who it is? Here's the reason. They don't want to know who it is. That's why. Folks, the corruption here is incredible. Combine that, switching gears a little bit, but not. Leaving the Coke story for this latest bit of corruption. I get a tweet yesterday from the Oversight Committee on the House. Another kick in the ass here. Apparently, Hunter Biden's team now, an FBI whistleblower came forward, or a federal agent whistleblower, I'm not really sure what entity he's associated with at this point, came forward and said, the original story is correct. Hunter Biden's team and his lawyer, and what I've never heard of before in my life, were given a heads up about a potential search or interview at the, at the house. Here is uh, here, here's a video clip of what they have on this last night. This is just another piece of evidence at this disgusting piece of garbage running the Department of Justice, Herrick Tarlin. Check this out. Breaking just earlier, more evidence that Hunter Biden was given special treatment during the federal investigation into his criminal activity in the family syndicate. According to a brand new report just released from John Solomon at JustTheNews.com, we have confirmed with a House Oversight Committee chair, James Comer, a recently retired supervisory special FBI agent, is now telling Congress behind closed doors that the Bidens were tipped off about a surprise interview with Hunter Biden that was set to be conducted in December of 2020, but was ultimately thwarted. Now, this as the House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, he is threatening to hold FBI Director Ray in contempt over the agency's noncompliance with House investigations. Do you hear it? Hannity kind of lets you on there to what's going on, that they've been telling people, oh, yeah, we were going to hit him with a surprise interview to make believe they're doing an investigation at Hunter Biden. How the hell do you warn someone about a surprise interview? Hey, uh, Justin, we're going to have a surprise party for you leaving the show. Here's the surprise. Like everybody, that's not a surprise. The whole idea of a surprise, you don't know. You don't know. That's a, that's a surprise. Surprise. That's how that works. That's how that works. Folks, this is getting uglier by the minute. This is getting, we have, I said to you the open of the show with Jack Smith and all this crap going on right now. Listen, man, cutesy time is over. Time for dicking around is over. You better take this serious. I'm not lecturing everyone. You all understand. You know your 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 uh, partners in this fight for liberty and freedom, and I totally get it. But I just need to deeply express to you the importance of this election. You know, um, and not to get off topic, but Jerry Baker wrote a piece in the Wall Street Journal the other day talking about how the president's economic proposals, whether the Republicans or Democrats, long term really don't affect the economy that much because the economy is resilient, and so like. This election may not be the most important of your lifetime economically, whether you think so or not. It's a good piece. He's not really, I'm summing up kind of, but throw that out when it comes to the future of the country and the police state. We lose 2024, folks. I, the country will never, ever be the same again. You will not be allowed to put anything on Twitter or social media. You will be censored. CBDCs, digital currency, more Jack Smith-like special prosecutors, uh, prosecuting conservatives for made-up crimes. Pro-lifers targeted, parents targeted, Catholic churches targeted. It will never end. You will be baking cakes forever and delivering them to your communist masters. I mean it. 
I got an election 2024 update. New candidate, maybe throwing themselves in the ring. Folks, the Democrats, this, I, I don't think, no, let me leave this for, let me just tell you, I, I don't mean this in a bad way or an apocalyptic way. There's an earthquake coming in this 2024 election. I don't know what it is. Is it going to be a Ross Perot-like candidate who enters? Where, I don't know. But I've just got this feeling that what we think is going to happen, put all that stuff to bed. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. Because we're not even there yet. And crazy stuff is happening. Again, a potential new candidate. Stay tuned. Folks, you tired of the same old, monotonous, liberal-flavored garbage coffee brands? Blackout coffee. Yeah, baby. 2A on the front. That doesn't stand for subsection 2A of some legal document. It stands for Second Amendment. Because blackout coffee smells like the delicious, robust, coffee-tasting coffee it is. But blackout coffee loves two things. You know why? Because I've spoken to the owner many times. They love their coffee and they love their country. Stuff is amazing. I love this stuff. If you drink it, I, so I, we sent something to my brother-in-law. Awan absolutely loves it. He's Colombian, grew up on coffee. I think they put it in his baby bottle. Don't do that. It's not good for babies. But we love coffee as adults. It's fantastic. That's why I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic. Blackout Coffee is dedicated to this country, conservatism. They accept no compromise in taste or quality. Listen, you can love the country all you want. We appreciate that. But the coffee's got to be good, too. People are buying products and we're capitalists. This stuff is no joke. It is legit. It's coffee and it tastes like it. It's got a big, vibrant taste. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our country and our values. And to good coffee. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Try it out. Tell them we sent you. Election 2024, ladies and gentlemen. I... I don't know. Am I? This is kind of dumb to say this because I, I, I let me just be candid. I'm not basing this on any kind of hard, uh, objective evidence. Like no one whispered in my ear, "Hey, uh, you know, it's going to be a major third party candidate entering. Like Joe Rogan's going to run for president or something." No one's. I've just got. I don't know about you, but I've just got this feeling. I've got this feeling that the country's in this weird spot. That so many people are doing weird stuff. That it, it kind of feels like the Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush election where we had the Reagan era and then George H.W. got squishy. Clinton saw an opportunity. No one gave the guy a shot. Remember, they called him the comeback kid. Oh, yeah. He got smoked in some. Remember, Joe remembers the race well. So oh. do I. Who I think Dick Gephardt was in that race. We're like, yeah. Oh, so many people were in that race. It was crazy. And all of a sudden, this 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 governor from Arkansas, Bill Clinton, comes in and wins. I got that same feeling now. That something crazy is going to happen. And I hope it's not bad. I had a conversation with another guy that was bad about this stuff yesterday. Here's what I mean. You got Joe Manchin now, a Democrat senator from West Virginia, toying with this idea of a third party run under this no labels brand. By the way, you should be cheering that on for a couple of reasons. Manchin's the only person as a Democrat who would even be close in this Senate race. I think he's going to lose to Jim Justice. But Manchin, if Manchin exits that race in West Virginia, that's an automatic flip for the Republicans. There's no chance we lose that race to any other Democrat other than Manchin. That's one reason you want him in the presidential race. Reason number two, you want Manchin, obviously, to suck votes from the hapless Joe Biden, and that's what he will. But here's someone else who could suck a lot of votes away from Joe Biden, especially independents 
who lean towards the Democrat Party. I just saw this the other day. I wanted to get it to it yesterday, but is this another candidate for the race? Because let me tell you something. The answer Tulsi Gabbard gave if she was going to run to Sean Hannity sounds awfully a lot like he's going to run. Listen to this. Would you ever consider getting in? Uh, if there were a way for me to be able to best serve this country in that fashion, I would. Uh, would you consider that third party or no labels option? Uh, I'd consider all options. Put it that way. Folks, this will destroy the Democrats. It will destroy the Democrats. If Tulsi Gabbard jumps in, if she jumps in, uh, well, she's, she's declared herself an independent now, but jumps in as an independent and Manchin's in there as well. And then you get like a Larry Hogan. This is going to be a very fractionalized kind of race. And I think Donald Trump then walks, walks into the presidency. Why? Because these votes, the Trump voters say it's 40% of the voting population. Those Trump voters are not going anywhere. They're not moving. Biden voters are plastic. He's probably only got about 30% that are hard Biden voters right now. Do the math. 40-30. What does that equal, Joe? 70%. That's right. You still got another 30% out there. That's going to get split up between these other groups if someone jumps in. So you may say to yourself, well, what happens if that 30% gets split up then and nobody gets 270 electoral votes because nobody had the, uh, the appropriate number of popular votes within each individual state? Well, then the race goes to the House where each state gets a vote. Folks, I told you this before. This is why a third party run. When people were telling me, Dan, Trump should run third party. And I was saying, please don't. It is a guaranteed loss. Why? Because no one will get to 270 with a credible third party candidate, with someone who can really get a lot of votes. No one will get to 270. The House of Representatives will decide. And there's zero chance that the House of Representatives, that is almost all either Republicans or Democrats, are going to give up their seats on committees to vote for an independent. You know, it's your classic, it's your classic divide and conquer, Dan. Absolutely. You know? and these, but that's why we got him. Folks, we, all of us here, we have to incentivize Joe Manchin and these no labels people to get in. Because, again, the Trump voters ain't going anywhere. It's the Biden voters that'll get divided up and conquered. And then once it goes to the House, the Republicans are going to vote for the Republican Donald Trump. No one is going to dare go for someone outside of the Republican Party. It's not going to happen. They lose their committee assignments and everything else. Zero chance. Now, there are spoilers in the race. This is why I'm telling you, like, I have a feeling there's a major earthquake coming. Pun intended. Here's a video of Chris Christie. <laughs> that, bro, that was not planned. That was not written down. There's an earthquake coming. Here's a video of Chris Christie. <laughs> Is he walking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> strolling, waddling. Here's Chris Christie, right? He wants to get in the race. This guy's got some balls on him, right? He goes on the show this weekend. He's only there to be a spoiler. Chris Christie, what did I say? But he hasn't seen his balls in forever. But Chris Christie <laughs> is only getting in the race for one reason. Donors are paying him to take out Donald Trump. They want him to go on stage and do what Tulsi Gabbard did to Kamala Harris and just end Donald Trump. Now, I think Twinkies, Christie is giving himself way too much credit. He's not as good of a debater as he thinks he is. It's not terrible. But he's, you know, he thinks he's because he's a lawyer. He's like super savvy and stuff. Here's Chris Christie saying, trying to bait Donald Trump into getting into the debate on the debate stage so he can beat him up with this nonsense like, oh, are you a coward or a chump? 
The irony being Chris Christie's doing something himself. I'll explain after this. Take a listen. You're going to make the debate stage. You've qualified to make the debate stage. You think Donald Trump's going to be there? You know, George, I do. I really? do think he'll be there. Yeah, I think he'll be there because, look, I've known him for a long time, as you know. Um, his ego, I think, will not permit him to have a big TV show that he's not on. Um, and I think he'd be enormously frustrated sitting back at Bedminster and watching what I'm going to do to him on that like stage. Sounds like you're baiting him to come, to come in. No, look, I mean, I don't think I have to, but I'm happy to say right now, come on, Donald, get on the stage and defend your record. You know, if you want to be the nominee, you need to defend your record. Listen, I think Donald Trump did, should debate because he's the Lion King. He always wins these debates. And why, you know, avoid 30 million people on a cable news channel in a debate? A lot of them are going to be independents. I think it's actually a good idea. But that's not for me to say. This is for Trump to choose. And, and Chris Christie with this BS garbage, oh, what are you, a chump? What are you, a wuss? Let me prove to you right now Chris Christie's a wuss. I'm going to throw a challenge out there to him. Come on my show. I, you have Listen, you have my word. I know I've thrown some personal lobs at you. I don't like you. You don't like me. You can throw personal lobs at me, jabs, whatever, lob them over the fence. I don't really care. It's not going to hurt my feelings, right? I promise you on my radio show, I'll give you an entire hour. I'll give you an entire hour of my radio show, and we can debate the issues. Won't be personal at all. I guarantee you he doesn't accept. I'm putting it out there right now to Chris Christie. You, you, you know, oh, Donald Trump, he's a chump. He's not going to vote. He's not going to debate. He's scared. Debate me. I want to hear about your record, your plans, what you would have done differently about the tax cuts, the Abraham Accords, who you would have appointed to the Supreme Court, what you would have done with the wall despite congressional protestations, what you would have done if you were being investigated under false charges. Who would you have appointed? Because remember, Donald Trump appointed you and you screwed him over. You have my absolute word and that matters. Will not be personal. I will give you nothing more than a fair hearing. I will not make it one-sided. We're not going to dim, you know, dim your microphone or anything. I'll give you a whole hour on my show. Let's see if you've got the guts. Because it seems like you love to throw jabs. You just can't take them. What do you say? I, exactly. Justin just said it right. We just gave you all the questions. I just gave you everything I'll ask you. Justin, take a note on the time mark in that clip in the episode. Because we will stick exactly to that script. He won't do it because he's got no guts. All right, just another quick update on this, but I got to get to my last couple sponsors first. Folks, this one thing is going to determine election 2024, this one thing, and it's not looking good for a couple candidates. This campaign is going to thin out fast. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. I got that. I got an important story at Axios, how the government is, it's amazing how they create problems they pretend to solve too. This one was a kick in the teeth. Folks, my pillow, it's the 20th anniversary. Over 80 million my pillows have been sold. I have about four or five of them. Mike Lindell and the my pillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their my pillows. You receive a queen size my pillow for $19.98. Regular price is $69.98 and just $10 more for a king size. You'll also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 800-637-4982 and use promo code Dan. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but we need. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982, use promo code Dan to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Dan. Or call 800 637 
800-529-4982. Thanks, MyPillow. Our last sponsor, again, always appreciate your patience here. USCCA.com slash Dan. What's up? Well, look, this is really serious. We've seen an increase in these mass shootings. Our streets and neighborhoods are becoming less safe. And it's been reported violent crime is on the rise in a lot of cities across the nation. On top of that, you've seen stories of the good guys. I'm sure you've seen a lot of these who use their gun to protect their families. Then he's the one who gets arrested. Tragic. Now more than ever, we need to be fully prepared to protect ourselves. That's why I've been a member of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association for a while now. Right now, U.S. Concealed Carry Association is giving away this free concealed carry and family defense guide you need and a chance to win $1,200 to buy a firearm to protect yourself and your family 100% free. You can get it when you visit uscca.com slash Dan. It's a 58-page guide loaded with valuable information like how to detect attackers before they see you, how to responsibly own a gun and store it, even if you have kids, and a whole lot more. Visit uscca.com slash Dan. You'll get instant access and a chance to win $1,200 so you can buy a, a firearm to protect your family. Go to uscca.com right now. uscca.com slash Dan right now. The sweepstakes for a chance to win $1,200 starts at midnight central. July 11th ends midnight central, August 31st, 2023. For rules and other restrictions, visit uscca.com slash Dan. Thank you. We appreciate it. So, folks, this field is going to thin out fast. If you don't make the debate stage, these people are going to be out of this election 2024 race before you know it. I see about four or five people with staying power right now. Forget the Democrat side for a minute. Obviously, Trump, DeSantis, Tim Scott, Vivek, and maybe Nikki Haley. In my opinion, Pence is finished. Uh, these other guys who are uh, teetering around the edges. Uh, you can, you know, Asa Hutchinson, I don't know what he's even doing in the race. He's wasting yeah. everybody's time. Uh, you know, the, the, the governor in uh, was it North Dakota, who seems like a decent enough guy, but he just doesn't have the name ID. But the, everyone else is going to go away. Why? Because, folks, these campaigns cost money. You've got to pay for flights. How the hell do you think they get from Iowa to New Hampshire to South Carolina? They get there on flights and they're usually private. These things are expensive. You're talking about sometimes 40, 50 grand to charter a plane. More. More than that, if it's cross country, maybe a hundred. They need money. They don't have it. The fundraising numbers are out. The Hill covered it. Nikki Haley's been performing pretty well. Seven point three million she raised, which is lower than Trump and DeSantis, but it's a good amount of money. Super PAC raised some money too. Tim Scott brought in less than six million, but he has about twenty million in his account. He could transfer over from the Senate campaign. Mike Pence, he's, he's, folks, he's finished. I'm sorry. He brought in 1.2 million. It's not personal. It's just a money thing. I told you. And the North Dakota governor, he brought, raised 11 million. Wow, man, that's a lot of money. But yeah, but 10 million of it was a loan from his own money. <laughs> he's rich. You're not going to, this guy's not going to pocket. Folks, I don't care how rich you are. This guy's not going to take out of his pocket $10 million every quarter to run a campaign if you're polling at 1%. My prediction, give it a few months after the debate. After Iowa, you're going to see this maybe a four or five man race, potentially after South Carolina, a two man race. And I think after that, it has the potential to be over fast. So we'll see if someone pulls a surprise in Iowa or New Hampshire, could be a two man race for a lot longer. One more point on this, folks. We, we stand, sadly, a very good chance of losing the House in the next election. There's a lawsuit that just broke out of New York. They're going to gerrymander the state again. What happened here is they have an independent commission in New York that's supposed to cut the state up into congressional districts. It hit a deadlock. The New York radical legislature drew up a gerrymandered state map. A judge threw it out. Now a judge is saying, start the process over again. We could lose four or five seats in New York. 
just on gerrymandering alone. And then after the Supreme Court chucked the Alabama map, our majority right now is thin. I want you, I'm just trying to encourage you to get your butts out to vote because we could very well lose the House even in a banner year just because of redistricting. There you go. That's the most comprehensive election 2024 update you're going to get anywhere. And we're dealing with a lot. We're not only dealing with gerrymandering, we're dealing with a media messaging machine on the left that is so unbelievably powerful that we are going to have to do a ton of work to catch up. Folks, it is powerful. Never have I seen a story. I thought I saw this yesterday when I was discussing the uh, Tracy Chapman, Luke Combs, fast car, fake controversy, the left-wing media made up. This story is even more emblematic of the powerful messaging machine the left has. I want you to, this student loan story, I want you to think about this. This Biden forgiving student loans, getting his butt kicked in the Supreme Court, and then just doing it again. This is the left. Forget about the tyranny of Biden doing it again, despite getting kicked by the Supreme Court for trying to forgive student loans. Listen, again, the student loan people here. The people who took student loans and younger, I adore younger folks out there, I do. And you're welcome on the show. But do we need this, the map again here? This is the map to financial freedom. It's the liberal guide. This, when did we do this? Like, were you even here when we did this? Oh, man. For, this, yeah, we, this is right, Joe. This is like forever ago. Yeah. Here's the lib guide to loan repayment. Don't be a bum. Get your rump, go to a job, and you get this thing called money. So, you know, listen. To the young kids out there, uh, I love you to death, man. I was a young kid, too. And you tautologically are the future, obviously. We need you. We love you. You were in the greatest country on earth. We will do everything to do to give you a better country and a path to prosperity. But you got to go to work. You got to go to work. Go to work. Just please don't let Democrats talk you into being bums. There is nothing good about being a bum. Go to work and create value. Now, look at this Axios story. Shows you how powerful the hack communist media actually are. These people are ridiculous. Young Americans blame the Supreme Court and the GOP for their unforgiven student loan debt. What? How the hell is that? So I wrote this down because I'm thinking about this. I'm downstairs this morning. It's squat deadlift day. So I'm crushing in the gym. It's like a thousand freaking degrees down there. I'm sweating. I'm doing it after my ice cold shower at 4.30 in the morning. And I do this stuff. Why? Even though I'm 48, survived cancer, I have married with kids and I could retire tomorrow. I don't. Why? Because life is about doing important things and adding value. And sometimes you got to do things that suck to teach you that the things that don't suck are that much better and feel that much better. So I do these things that suck all the time. You have to learn to do things that suck. And the messaging machine is powerful. So I'm sitting there. And I'm doing my elliptical to warm up my knees for a heavy squat session. I'm thinking, wait, let me get this straight. The government's footprint in healthcare and student loans is enormous. So the government intervenes and decides they're going to pay a lot of healthcare and student loans off, which causes colleges and healthcare entities to do what, Joe? Raise their prices. Right. Why? Because of what we call the third party payer problem, which Joe and I have only been talking about for 10 years, right? When the, when the student loans uh, are going out paid for by government, colleges realize the kids aren't paying. So if the kids aren't paying, they don't care about the price. So they charge more. The same thing works in healthcare. Oh, you're not paying? The government is uh, double him twice, double his bill. So government gets involved. Don't you find it weird? Justin, come on, you're a college kid. 
Don't you find it weird that the Democrats are constantly complaining about prices in two spaces, right? College education and healthcare. Do you notice that? And they're also the two spaces where government has the biggest footprint. Democrats are like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Must be a coincidence. It seems weird a little bit. It, it's weird a little bit. So freaking strange, Pee Wee, isn't it? So strange how that happens. Government's causing the price hike. It causes the price hike. Students then can't afford college anymore who don't get government loans. So what happens? They take out their own loans. Students have to take out their own loans and are ready to go bankrupt because government raised the cost of college through third-party payer system. Okay, then what happens? Students accrue debt they can't pay back, and the government that caused the problem comes in and says, hey, we've got a rescue. We're going to pay off your loans. Yet here's the kicker. Biden knows he can't do this constitutionally, but he does it anyway. Why? Because he's stupid. No, because he is stupid. But his team is smart. His team is smart. Joseph, his team knew exactly what they were doing. His team said, wait, let me get this straight. So we can run an election, which we did in the midterms, on forgiving billions of dollars of loans by putting those loans onto other taxpayers and screwing them over. The kids will love us. The Supreme Court's going to tell us we can't do it anyway, so we don't really have to enact the program. And then students will blame the Supreme Court and the Republican Party for it. And we look like heroes, despite the fact we did this intentionally. My man. Every single time, Daddy-O. Why do you think those polls came back that way? Now, if the media would have been honest and told people the truth, this is why I started to say the media messaging machine is so freaking powerful, folks. It is so powerful. Why would the media messaging machine not just tell the truth? Because they have to save liberalism. If they told these students the truth, that you're paying more for college precisely because of the government's involvement, and they never had any intentions of forgiving your loans and screwed you over with the double-barreled middle finger, students would blame the Democrats. But the media runs a protection racket all the time. They did this, ladies and gentlemen, on purpose. They lie to you all the time. They've confused so many people out there that we actually now have communists in China doing capitalism and capitalists in the United States doing communism. You doubt me? This piece in the Wall Street Journal, another one. Like, You want to take a kick right to the nads on this one? John Kerry tilts at Chinese coal plants. So he's in China right now kissing China's ass again. John Kerry, mashed potato face, right? He's over there. The Chinese Communist Party, this is hilarious. The Chinese Communist Party is telling him, we're not going to stop uh, energizing our, our, our country with coal and using it as an energy source because we don't want to give up, and, and, and here, quote, our normal life. So you've got the commies. Think about this, guys. Think about this, right? You've got liberal Democrats in this country doing communism, saying, hey, we're going to starve our people to death by dumping coal and making sure they can't fill up their gas tanks. That's what commies do. And you've got the commies in China saying, no, no, we're going to give our people a better life by allowing them to produce energy cheaply using coal. Is this the craziest freaking thing you've ever heard in your life? The Chinese Communist Party, the enemies to planet Earth and civilization. Are, are, are actually on the energy front, are thinking this through more than liberals in the United States. This is the inversion, the Dan Bongino 180 inversion theory, how we're living in bizarro Superman land right now. Here, look at this. And this is what happens when the messaging machine is so powerful that people believe this. Oh, look at these greens in the United States, these green activists, they care so much about the earth. You do? You love China, Chinese communists. You love communism. You want it here. And yet communists are pumping fuel or, or coal and the emissions all over planet Earth. And then when they get caught in a lie, 
They just double down. You almost have to admire the balls on these people. Here's Kareem Jean-Pierre. Justin, you changing your vote? Joe? Mm, sucks. Still sucks? Okay. I'm shocked. It's been a long time. Kareem Jean-Pierre already voted the worst press secretary in the history of the United States. Here she is yesterday. She gets busted again, the Biden White House, claiming that wages are up, real wages, that you guys are making more money. You're not. They're down. Justin, put the Google search up first. We'll do it in reverse. Here's the, the Google search. It's Google for a reason. Google's a left-wing activist site. It's nothing but a bunch of hacks. Even Google acknowledges that real wages are down 4% since Biden got in office. So Biden put out a tweet suggesting the opposite, that somehow you're making more money. You are not. Real wages are down. That's why you feel poor, because you are. A reporter asks Joe in a weird moment of frankness and candor, hmm. hey, uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre, you guys got community noted on this. It's not true. You have a response? Her response is, other kids did it. Check this out. The president had a, a tweet out last night saying that real wages for the average American worker have are higher than they were before the, the pandemic. That tweet has now been annotated with um, a, a message from the platform saying that that is not factual and that they have some 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 stats and some uh, charts uh, footnoted along with that. Uh, do you welcome that um, kind of contestation from tech platforms? We disagree. Do you have any, any? Well, we disagree because of we're looking at the data from uh, from February of 2021, and what we've seen is that wages have have gotten stronger, have increased. We've seen that binomics uh, has been really helpful in getting to make sure that we build an economy that leaves no one behind. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite answer ever from Karine Jean-Pierre. Uh, your stat is wrong. Wages are down since your boss, Joe Biden, got in office. No, we disagree. Other kids did it. We disagree. This is even the left-wing media. Like, bro, you're just making it up. Here's why it's will never stop. By the way, hat tip at Tony Climate on Twitter. That's where I got this. Hat tips are appropriate. People do a lot of good work. The Washington Post, this is the messaging machine of the left. This is how they get you to believe in bull stuff that's not real all the time. This is why a bunch of students in college think that the world's going to end in 12 years. Extreme heat is a second disaster for Hurricane Ian survivors. This is a, this article is just from the other day. Washington Post, Brianna Sachs. In other words, it's one of these we're all going to die of the climate articles. And it talks about how hot it is this year. That Fort Myers, Florida, I ran for Congress over there, has reached at least 90 degrees. A record, Joe, 89 times this year. It's a record. Ooh. It's a record, 89 times. Wow. wow. Well, at Tony Climate, who actually believes in science, went and looked at the record in 1944. It hit 90 degrees 169 times. It's, it's wow. so, yeah, so weird. It's got, it's, got, it's, got a, it's got a name. It's called Data. You ever heard Data? 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 I've heard someone threw that term around once. It Amazing. confuses me. Here's Drudge, of course. This is why I have BonginoReport.com. If you're still reading Drudge, I'm sorry. Uh, I feel bad for you. Go to BonginoReport.com, uh, where we actually put sane news up. Here's Drudge, who's gone completely left, contributing to the hysteria. We're all going to die. Oh, pollution. Hot heat. Europe, hottest ever. Mercury, new high. We're all going to melt and die. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are BSing you all the time. It is not the hottest. They have no idea what the hottest is. That these, these temperature records use dendrochronology and ice cores that are completely unreliable. These people have no idea what they're talking about. Just ignore the BS, okay? That data is not even correct. Fort Myers hit a record 89 times. Uh, really? Because 169 times is higher than 89 times. You just could have looked it up yourself. 
On a bit of good news, before I get to some personal stuff for a second, sound of freedom, man. Folks, flex the bicep, man. Chest out, chin up. If you haven't seen this movie yet about child sex trafficking, you need to go. And listen, man, I'm going to be straight with you. Even if you can't go, buy a ticket for a friend. This movie has now made $86 million. Do you understand how much money that is for a movie with a production budget? I'm guessing less than 10 or 15 million. People are fighting back in the culture wars. And the left-wing pervs are losing their minds because they don't want... They want the sexualization of kids, these pervs, and they also want an open border. Andy No found this little gem on Twitter. So it turns out that this Bloomberg writer had a real problem and a real beef with uh, the Sound of, uh, Sound of Freedom movie. You have that too? Well, this guy Noah Berlatsky, Andy No points out that uh, he, he attacks Sound of Freedom, suggesting it's a QAnon dog whistle. This is interesting, Joe, that this Noah Berlatsky apparently is an activist and the spokesperson for the Minor Attracted Persons Advocacy Group, what? Prostasia, oh. which is a euphemism, a uh, cutesy time left talk for pedos, disgusting pervs. In 2017, he tweeted that pedof pedophiles are a stigmatized group who get designated as deviants for hateful purposes. That's because they are deviants. And they deserve to be stigmatized. If you are sexually going to take action against a child, you should get the, you should be stigmatized immediately while you're going to prison. Yes. Noah Berlatsky. Interesting. That's fascinating. We'll have to follow up on that story. Like I says, keep these people far away from your kids. I'm going to uh, end on, uh, on this yesterday. I don't do this a lot. Justin, tell me what you think is Guy's not here. Joe, of course, your opinion matters most. You've been around the longest. But okay. I don't do a lot of personal stuff on the show because who really cares? The show's more about politics, culture, and that kind of stuff. But yesterday, I have this account on Locals. You're welcome to subscribe if you like. We own Locals at Rumble. So if you download the Locals app or go to Locals.com, I'm at DBongino there. Um, I have content for everyone, and then I have subscriber-only content. Um, and I do these videos for my house. It's kind of like, I jokingly call it like the Dan Bongino reality show. I put up like four or five a week or so. So, uh, you know, yesterday I was at my, my table and uh, Paul has been getting so much more attention on locals and, and Instagram and Facebook than me. I jokingly put up on locals. Should we ban Paula from locals and social media because she's stealing all my thunder? I was obviously kidding. I love Paula. Uh, you know, a couple of people took that seriously. How dare you ban your wife? It was a joke. I thought that was clearly obvious, especially if you watch the video. I'm at my kitchen table eating, but that's not the point. I was eating and I got so many comments, people asking me what I was eating. They said, you know, Dan, I saw that video. I took a Geraldo shot. I said I'd never do it, but I did it to distract from Paula because everybody was, was, uh, was, was loving up on Paula. So I put it on Locals. It's behind the subscriber paywall. It's the only way to do it. But I did it. I said I'd never do it. And a lot of people said, holy Moses, bro. You got some serious uh, washboards going there at 48. What do you eat? So they were asking me what I was eating yesterday. So I decided I would give you my kind of dinner breakfast secret. Lunch, you got to figure out on your own. Healthy stuff always works. Here, I, by the way, I eat the same thing every night. So I'm not suggesting that's for you. But for me, food is just fuel. I don't eat food to taste good. I don't really care. I eat it on the weekend to go out, but during the week, it's fuel. 
Uh, I eat the same thing every night. Here's my special mix. You ready? Now, listen, I'm going to go to the chat. Seriously, I need you. Chat folks. Chat folks. Yes, you're interested in this. No, you give zero shits. Tell me, because if it's no, I'll never bring this up again. Because, I, you know, really, it's the show's for you. You care. So here we go. If you want to see the picture, you subscribe to Locals. You can see. So my salad at AE tonight is my dinner every night. Spinach, beets, very good for nitric oxide. Balsamic vinegar, a lot of it. Okay, a lot of yeses. I appreciate that. Good. Zero. Someone said zero. There's only one, though. So, uh, Extra virgin olive oil. Beets, uh, uh, beet, spinach, balsamic, extra virgin olive oil. Uh, grilled chicken. Very important. Not fried. Grilled chicken. Sometimes I blacken it. Spice it up. Chopped almonds. The chopped almonds are hard, but you can put them in kind of like a food processor, but it makes it taste great. Sliced carrots. And I take a berberine uh, supplement pill before that. And then uh, I put extra chicken sometimes when I'm really hungry. That I eat every single, that's my I eat every night outside of the weekends. And let me tell you something, eating that at night, I'm at like about, if you look at the picture, I'm probably about 10, 11% body fat at 48. Now, no tricks. I don't use bodybuilding stuff like clenbuterol or any of this other crap. None of that stuff. That's just, uh, that's, there's no tricks in there with the fat loss at all. And breakfast, this is my breakfast thing. You ready? You still a couple no's in here, but a lot of good yeses. All right. So you're overwhelmed a little bit on the no side. I get a blender. You get one of those blend jets or whatever. Whole milk, blueberry extract, cinnamon, cocoa, natural cocoa powder, not chocolate powder, cocoa powder, natural stuff. Navitas makes a good one. Whey protein, vanilla, two scoops, collagen, scoop of collagen, and creatine. That's my breakfast. Sometimes a banana like every other day. That's my, and that's how I got to them where I am now with this body fat level uh, at 48. I'm telling you, there's no tricks. It'll work for you too. Lunch, figure out on your own, you know, a sandwich or a salad, whatever it may be. All right. One last thing. What? I know I did it when you left because he hates these stories. Look, there's a lot of yeses though. A lot of yes. There's a couple no's, but you know, listen, I got to try some stuff out. I'm, I, I really like talking about this stuff. Yeah, I, they just, I got to, you missed it, yeah. but people were asking me yesterday about my uh, my diet because I did a video on locals and I showed my salad. So I figured I'd come. I'm back. in the middle. I could take it or leave it. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate yeah. Joe's opinion matters more than this. If it's no. take it or leave it, that means leave it to me. So one final video for you. There is a story out now, uh, just broke before we got on the air. A, a U.S. soldier, uh, I'll play the video tomorrow. It doesn't really say much. U.S. soldier apparently defected or appears to have defected over the North Korean border at the DMZ. That happened right before he got in the air. I've been there at the DMZ before, the demilitarized zone in Panmunjom right there. Let me tell you something. It's, you can't accidentally walk over the border. I mean, you can in the peace house, but it's like a ceremonial thing. You don't accidentally walk onto the North Korean side. So something's up with that story. I'll have more details for you tomorrow. But I suspect... And what I'm reading is that that guy, there may be a bigger story there. Because, you know, because I'd be, oh, look, the North Koreans stole one of our guys. I'm not sure that's what happened. So the Bongino rule, please, 24 to 72 hours, let the story stew before, you know, we get into World War III over North Korea stole one of our guys. We don't know that's the story yet. So let's everybody take a pill on it, take a chill pill on that one. Folks, love you. Thanks for tuning in. If you do us a favor, if you're here for the chat for the first time, Welcome. I love you all. Uh, Rumble.com slash Bongino. Chat starts at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Show starts at 11. Justin and Guy can answer all your questions 10 to 11. But do me a favor. 
Do it now, please, if you're on the screen or in the chat. You see that follow button at the top of the page? If you scroll to the top, you see this join follow right in the Rumble page? Click, you can join locals under join. Follow, the green button is to follow us on Rumble. Please click that follow button. It is free. It doesn't cost you anything to follow us on Rumble because you'll get the notification every day when we go live. And if you have the Rumble app, it'll go right to the app. You can watch it right there. Roku, you can watch it on your TV. It's a beautiful thing. Smart TV apps, all of them were, you know, things, big things happening. So please click that follow button. We would really appreciate it. Folks, great show today. Thanks for the lively chat. 70,000, 78 people right now. Man, I feel special, and you make it all happen. Thanks so much. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.